Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray and this episode is a continuation of our last episode where John and I got together and talked about all the new and the returning shows that are coming out this fall. We also talk in this episode about some of the shows that got canceled and also some of the mid-season replacements that will be coming out in January. And I also want to tell you that John's audio sounds a little muffled at times because his internet was acting kind of crazy the night that we recorded this. And he had to call the Skype connection with his regular phone. So it sounds like I'm talking to him on the telephone because I am talking to him on the telephone. So with that being said, this is the continuation of that conversation and i hope you enjoy it let's get the show started we interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating So we talked about Fear the Walking Dead, so we'll move into the actual Walking Dead from uh, AMC. Now, you and I are both big fans of this show. Uh, they, um, What I like about this show is that it's, it's based on the comic, but they don't follow the comic. They follow the comic in almost like a blueprint where right. it's, the comic is a suggestion. Yeah, they hit they hit the big the big stuff, but they change things that you know they'll they'll kill characters that are still alive in the comic. You know, so even if you read the comic regularly, you still don't really know what's going to happen. You know, like I feel like, I should um, I, I should do a blanket if you've been listening to this point uh, and you have not seen the show, you're not caught up. You should catch up. Yeah, because while I I generally am you know comfortable and fine, I think I cannot talk around stuff without giving stuff away. Um, the the level, <laughs> yeah, the the magnitude of the events that have occurred most recently, uh, I don't, I I I don't know that it's worth it to not talk about. Well, the thing is, like it's. it's we, can, we I think we need to like use like I, I think we need to just spoil alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Well, the thing is, if you if, if you watch The Walking Dead and you haven't caught up to this point, if you're listening to this show, then you're probably on Facebook or Twitter, which means it's already been ruined for you anyway. <laughs> yeah. So AMC that is, even that's true. You know, when Beth got killed last season, AMC ruined it for the. Uh, West Coast viewers before it even aired over there, they put out a thing. Oh, on, yeah, they right. put out a thing on Facebook that says "R.I.P. Beth," and California hadn't even seen it yet. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I because because I never get to watch oh, almost never, basically never get to watch anything live. Like I know there are certain shows 
that uh, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, um, Scandal, which we can discuss later. <laughs> yeah, there are certain shows that if, if I if I know it came on, I haven't seen it. I just I'm, I am prepared to avoid Facebook until I do. Yeah, and I try to because I do watch it when it comes on because I'm usually on Twitter tweeting about it at the same time that it's on. But I try not to. Uh, I try not to give anything away on Facebook. Now I'll give stuff away on Twitter because the people that are looking at my Twitter feed are watching the show at the same time because I'm using the walking dead hashtag, you know, but, um, I don't, I don't, I try not to go on Facebook and give away anything, you know? Um, but you know, this season is uh, pretty good so far. I don't understand how, you know, this is supposed to be what, two years into the apocalypse, even though they're on season six. Um, Carl, Carl has grown a lot in two years. <laughs> you know, he's gone from a little kid to a, almost a grown man in two years. <laughs> um, so this season kicked off with a lot of action. Uh, Rick discovered a quarry full of like a rock cord. It was full of walkers and decided that he needed to kind of herd them away from Alexandria. And while that, while he's gone, the town's attacked by wolves which is a, a group of scavengers. They're called the Wolves. They were called something else in the comic book, but they're called the Wolves on the shows, on the show. But um, they kind of pulled a cheat on us this last couple episodes because not this past episode, but the one before, Glenn was on top of a dumpster with another um, guy from Alexandria, and that guy shot himself in the head because they were surrounded by walkers and there was no way out and both of them fell off the dumpster. Then you, the next thing you see is Glenn's laying on the ground and you see blood running up around his neck and everything. You don't actually see him get bit. And then, no, you do not see, you do not see, it's, it's basically the close up of his face and a little bit of, you can see entrails, yeah. <laughs> someone's entrails being pulled up, like, in front of the camera. And so the big, it seems pretty clear-cut, like, at first glance, but I think there's just so much love for that character. Well, because... You know, when, when, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that when a main character dies on that show, they're always on The Talking Dead afterward. And he yeah. was, he wasn't there. And then when they did the in memoriam, they didn't show Glenn. He wasn't right. So that kind of tells me it's, he's not dead, you know. And then the the reason I call it a cheat is because you come back the next episode, and they don't answer any of those questions. Now last week's episode was a great episode. I loved that episode, but yeah. I was expecting to find out what happened because not only is Glenn uh, may or he may or may not be dead, but also. Rick is trapped in a RV surrounded by walkers at the same time. Yeah. And he's got a wound on his arm that you don't know for sure if it's a cut or if it's a bite. Cause I don't know. Did you have, did, have you ever read the comic? I, I haven't. Okay. Well in the comic um, very early on in the series, actually back in the, uh, the issues that dealt with the governor, which they've already had on the show. Um, Rick got bit and had to cut his arm off. And, his his left arm, I believe, and he he had to cut it off at the elbow, and 
that was way back in the first couple of years of the book, which the book has been going on for like 10 years now. So he's gone all that time with no, with no arm. Now they didn't do it in the show because I think it's a big issue of having to erase his arm out of the film for every single episode because you cut it off. But it looks like that may, they may actually do it now. He may, you may see in after this next uh, episode that comes on tomorrow night, he may not, have an arm anymore. So. See, I didn't get the sense that he got bit. I got the sense that because he didn't react like he got bit. I think he cut himself on the knife. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. But he kept, he kept kind of looking at it, and they they never actually showed well, him cut himself. So, but yeah, I think the 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 machete was lodged in the in the walker shoulder. Um. And I think he had a knife that broke off to his arm. I'm assuming that one of those things cut him. And then he ran like, you know, 20 miles to the RV or whatever. Yeah. And like, he was never really able to address the wound. So like, anytime he looked at his hand, you know, I, I presume that it was like, how much blood have I lost? <laughs> yeah. Not so much I'm, I'm bit. And plus, you know, fresh blood attracts walkers. So there's that thing too. So he's probably leaving like a, you know, a tasty pheromone trail. Right, yeah. That whole run. So that's, that's what I saw that as. I mean, he's certainly surrounded and, you know, relatively safe, I guess. Yeah, well. Just to, to walk his feet out of open doors. They, <sighs> they've gotten in the RVs before because Andrea got attacked in an RV once and I think somebody else got attacked in the RV once. Yeah. They get in through you know, there's a like a skylight in the bathroom. Yeah, the crawl skylight and stuff and, like that. Right. But and, the, and I was kind of when it happened with Rick, um, because this show is so innovative in so many ways. I was surprised and a little disappointed to see the trope of, oh, now my car won't start. Yeah. Which is something you see in every zombie anything ever. I'm yeah. like, really? Really walking dead? <laughs> you throw you throw Glenn off the dumpster and now Rick's car won't start, really? Right. Because they could have they could have just as easily had the car start or the R V start and then he gets surrounded because he still wouldn't be able to drive through it. Right. You know. But you know, I'm not I'm not that mad at it. And I do feel confidence that they will um, deal with whatever. I think we will have an answer to the Glenn question tomorrow. I don't think, yeah, and I think they know that like, because, I mean, and that's, that's the thing I'll say this to somebody else. Um, a couple of episodes ago, because they were questioning like the timeline of what was happening with the people who were on the road with the walkers versus what was happening with the, um, the people who stay in Alexandria were getting attacked. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, Horn is a good, that's, you know, that's the tie between them. The little oven timer could show that the Alexandria episode happened in real time was a good thing. But ultimately, you know, in season six at this point, just like with Breaking Bad, even if it, I trust you, I trust the writers enough to not make to not screw the audience over 
will not make a not have a hole that that's just a mistake. Right. Like even even if even if I can't even if I don't know what you're doing or it seems inconsistent, there are certain shows I trust. I don't know what you're doing, but I trust that you know what you're doing. Yeah. And and so um, the whole you know tying that into the whole Glenn thing, I might not be happy with whatever the result is, but I I prom- I don't think that I would feel cheated, whether he's alive or dead. I'd, as, as long as you're consistent with the rules of your universe, and, and in this universe, you know, beloved characters die sometimes. Um, you know, almost pointlessly. But, like, you know, I'm thinking of, um, oh, not Glenn, um, Herschel. Yeah. You know, it was like, I mean, it was just to make a point. Um, but, you know, if somehow he miraculously made it out or, or under the dumpster, you know, he's still surrounded by a mega herd. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I place a lot more stock in Rick's odds of survival um, than Glenn's. But I, I do feel um, pretty... I, I do believe that they will, if not tie up what happened with Glenn specifically, at least progress the story. Yeah, and the reason I I really don't think that he's dead is because in the comic, there's a storyline that they haven't done yet on the show that I'm pretty sure they will, or they'll do some version of it. And Glenn had a big part of that. And unless they're just going to give his role to a different character, which they have done before. Because, you know, last season, um, the guy that got... uh, that got his uh, leg cut off and eaten by the cannibals. That happened in the comic, yeah. but it was Dale and Dale. They killed off on the show back in like season two or three, you know? So they just, right. they wanted to do that, that thing in the show with the cannibals and everything, but they didn't have Dale around anymore. So they just used a different character, you know, and it still worked. It wasn't as effective to me just because that, one of the things that the walking dead, is suffering from, I believe, is that they've killed, they've started to kill off enough of the original characters and they're bringing in newer characters. And now there's a lot of characters that are on the show every week that I really, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know their names because they bring people in and you don't know, you don't know if they're going to be a main part of the show or if they're just <laughs> there for the week and they're going to get killed. So you don't really bother to get invested in them until they've been there for four or five weeks and then you say, Oh yeah, yeah well yeah. I guess they're going to be a main part of the show. You know what I'm <laughs> kind of like, uh, how Rick sees the group too. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, uh, what's like, I hope, you know, if you're still around in a month, then I'll get you that. Yeah. And like the guy that played, uh, I think his name was Noah. The guy that used to be yeah. on everybody hates Chris, you know, he started to be on the show enough where I was like, Oh, he's going to be around for a while. And then as soon as I got invested in him, he got his face yeah. ripped off. <laughs> Let's um let's move on to another show because we got several more to, to cover. Do you watch Do you watch oh, yeah, yeah. Do you watch uh, Doctor Who at all? Yes. You know what I'm I'm um I divided my list into three categories, which are um, returning shows that I'm excited about, new shows, 
that I was excited about and returning shows that I was excited about, but I'm not so excited. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, well, let's do, let's, uh, let's do a couple off of your list and then we'll move into the, um, the new stuff. So do do um, one or two off of your list. Yeah. Dr. Who is on on that list of, um, you know, I I am certainly a fan, you know, I am, I was caught up to the end of last season. This season, um, I saw the premiere two episodes. You know, the, the, the one and, with the master um, and the Daleks, yeah. Yeah, the one with the, yeah, the one with the uh the mistress. Yeah. <laughs> Missy. <laughs> and I think she calls herself Missy, yeah. <laughs> and um and actually I there were a couple of episodes after that that I did not see and I just um because like the, the, the cable that I switched to is horrible, by the way, files, don't do it. But um it then the package that I have doesn't have BBC America. So um I bought the first two episodes of Amazon and you know, going back to the subscription thing, I didn't buy the next two. Um but I discovered that you can watch <coughs> excuse me, on AMC dot com. Yeah. You can watch uh, Doctor Who but I didn't realize this so that I saw the first two I didn't see the two after that and I just saw um, the girl who lived when yeah. I introduced who I guess is going to be the, the, the new companion I'm not sure and, because Clara is supposed to be leaving sometime this season but she hasn't right. officially left yet so I don't know if they've, if that's supposed to be his new companion or not, because they do kind of do a switcheroo on you sometimes. You think it's going to be the new companion, and then it's not. So, right. I mean, I, I don't dislike the show, but it is not the appointment television for me that it used to be. Um, and it's not like I, I, I like uh, Capaldi as the doctor. I know a lot of people don't. Um, I like him. I, I like that he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, I like the. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the doctor. Um, I'm mildly annoyed by the. Let's call it the end of the Sonic Screwdriver, but I can get over it. Um, <laughs> and maybe I just haven't seen the episodes to make me. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's probably, I, I, I probably just need to see, because like I said, there's, a, there, the, there's two episodes in the middle there that I didn't see. And one of the things that Doctor Who does, and like most of the shows that I like does, is, um, yeah, there may be a monster of the week or whatever, but there's always also a consistent kind of overarching plot for the season. Yeah. And I don't know that that is happening this season. It very well may be. I just haven't seen it because I didn't see those. Not, I mean, not, so, not as of yet. I haven't seen anything as of yet. Now there may be, you know, we're only what this, I think it comes on tonight. So this is like episode six. I think it comes on tonight. Yeah. And they've all been two parters so far. 
Um, yeah, I haven't really seen anything that's that's like a, an arc or anything other than, you know, he's, for some reason, he's playing the guitar in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and they replaced his screwdriver with a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. Which that, is kind of weird, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a device to do a, to do a thing, so. <laughs> I, yeah, there's a hole in sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess they are more unassuming than side screwdriver. I mean, if you point the side of the screwdriver at you, they know you're, something's pointed at you. As opposed to him wearing sunglasses, I'm looking at you. But that goes out the window if you have to reach up and touch the side of the sunglasses to do things or it beeps or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, if you're going to hide your tech, then you shouldn't have to blow with cover. Yeah. By touching it. Like, I mean, just, They've established a doctor that he's, you know, he's telepathic and, you know, telepathic stuff works. So why can't he just wear the sunglasses and think what he wants it to, wants to do? And it does it. Like, we get it. Like, once you explain, he's wearing sonic sunglasses or whatever you call it. Um, you know, to him, for him to reach up and touch it to do things, to me, um, defeats the purpose of even, why would you just keep it as a sound driver? That's, but that's just me. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the episodes that I've seen so far this season have been pretty good. I mean, the, the, I thought that in the first, I want to say the first episode, but I think it was part two. One thing that they, I think that they could have done that they missed or they purposely didn't do it was, this is supposed to be Clara's last season. Supposedly, they, they, they've announced that she's leaving. So, yeah. when the doctor found her, she was a Dalek. You know, the 11th doctor found her. Oh, yeah. And so, then yeah. she gets trapped in this Dalek shell in that episode. And I really thought that it was going to go full circle. And that was going to be how she became the Dalek in the first place. And I that thought she, horrible. I thought, yeah, I thought it was going to, yeah, it would have been awful. But, you know, that's how he found her. And I thought that it was going to go full circle and that's how it had happened. But then they didn't do that. You know, they, they pulled their punch and, and, and got her out of it. So it'll be interesting to see what they actually do to, uh, have her exit from the show because it's not. So is, is Missy, was she in, has she been in any episodes to see him aside from the first two? No, that's it. That's it so far. And I doubt that she'll be back this season. They don't want to. Really? Over, they don't want to overuse the master. You know, they don't want to. Because I already feel that the Daleks are kind of overused sometimes. They're not really scary like yeah. they used to be. You know, uh, which all of the main villains from the version of Doctor Who that I originally started watching, which was I think I. The one that I used to watch when I was a kid, I think, was the Fifth Doctor and the Sixth Doctor, and the the bad guys from those shows, which were the Daleks and the Cybermen and stuff. They're not they're not really scary anymore, you know, because we've seen we've seen them so much, and then we've seen other versions of the same thing done on other shows that it just doesn't scare you anymore. Which I mean, it's hard to scare a grown person but still sometimes right. sometimes Doctor Who can still give you the willies <laughs> you know yeah I think I but. think they're, I think they're good villains but you're right like 
to me, you know, if you you're talking scary Doctor Who, yeah, um, you know, I got to go the Angels. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, and I don't want them to. Yeah. I don't want to overuse them either because if they overuse them, no, they I agree. Yeah. I feel. I feel like they they were starting to do that. Yeah, yeah, and you haven't um, seen them in a while. You haven't seen them since the. Uh, I don't think you've seen them at all since the since uh, Capaldi's been on the show. No. Yeah, but. But I don't really have any. Uh, I don't have any issues with with Capaldi. I like. I like the fact that he's older. You know, they're not doing the same thing. Um, over and over again, like you know, it's going to be a young guy, you know, every time, and he actually got younger <laughs> between the ninth, tenth, and eleventh doctors. You know, I like that they brought brought in an older guy, like some of the some of the doctors from years gone by and stuff. Yeah. But I'm kind of interested to see because I don't know if they'll ever do it. I'm sure they will eventually. But if the master can become a woman, then you know. The doctor needs to become something other than just a British white guy, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. Well, the the master, the mistress, indicated that uh, the doctor may have been a girl, but she also said that so like she she gave a list of things. She said two of those three things were true. Yeah. So, you know. And the fact that the, the the master changed gender obviously means that it's possible. Um, so I don't. I personally don't think. I think the doctor may at some point not be white, but I don't know that the doctor will ever not be British. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no. I think he'll always be British, or at least have a British accent. You know, he may be. Indian, or he may be black, but he'll always yeah. be, he'll always have a British accent, you know, because it's a, right. it's a British show, you know, it's, it's their show, you know, yeah. they don't, they don't, they would, there would be a riot. Yeah. There would be a riot if, <laughs> if the doctor came back as like a guy from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you have another North show. Jersey. Yeah. You have another show in your list you want to talk about before we move into the, the new shows um agents of shield i think is really good this season um they've kind of before like the first season um it was you know it's kind of x-files basically they would get a call on some strange happenings and they'd have to go and check it out yeah and the, the second season was just really dealing with all of the um of the fallout from Hydra. Right. And, um, the winter soldier events. And I feel like this is the first season that's really kind of full on, you know, comic book, superheroes, supervillains, like monsters and mayhem, um, other worlds. Um, this, this is, this is the, the most um, sci-fi comic booky season that they've done, and I'm and I'm I'm enjoying it very much. And I haven't caught up on it yet. I did watch the first episode, uh, but I haven't got a chance to. I've got them all saved on my DVR. I just haven't watched it yet. But I did have the theory last season that I thought the third season was probably going to be the best 
so far. You know, it kind of went up and down with me. You know, I really liked it starting out, and then it kind of it kind of fell off my radar a little while, for a little while, and then I came back and caught up and and I watched all of season two. I enjoyed season two, uh, even though it it kind of went up and down a little bit, but I I still watched. Yeah, I season. agree. But then this the this season, I've really got expectations that they're going to hit their stride. They're going to pull the whole Star Trek Next Generation deal where they hit the third season, <laughs> and they actually and it and it gets good after that. So, right, they don't have to explain any more characters. They can just kind of you know hit the ground running. Um, the only that's not even a complaint, but it's probably the 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 aspect of this season that I like the least is um, Ward and that he is still as much of a of an issue um as he is. I don't I don't have a problem with him as a villain per se, but given like the scope of everything else that's happening in the show, you know, his what he's doing is just to me it's just not as interesting. I'd probably like it better if he was doing all this stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, um, I'm not tell you what he's doing, but he was yeah. doing all the stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, uh, he showed up, you know, toward the end of the season. Okay, well, while you've been dealing with all this, I've been doing this. Yeah. Because I, just, I, don't, I don't know that it's worth... And it's not like he's doing a bad job, or it's not like, like the acting is good or anything. It's not even that the writing isn't good, it's just... You know, get back to the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> get back to the mutants, who you can't call mutants. Get back to the aliens. And I think when... I would, um, I'd much rather see that than, you know, Hell Hydra 2.0. Yeah, and I think when they start ramping up to try and get into... Uh, Captain America Civil War comes out in the spring, or the early summer. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will probably ramp up to try and lead into that. So, uh, yeah, you'll probably start seeing a lot. You'll probably start hearing a little bit about the superhero registration act and all that kind of stuff on agents of shield. I'm sure yeah. have, because I mean, they, they've yeah, already got the, what do they call the database that they're putting everybody that has powers into? Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely, um, yeah, they're definitely laying the groundwork for that. Let's, um, let's talk about some of the new stuff that came out this season. Um, I think one of the, a lot of the new stuff came out on the actual big networks. And, um, one drawback to that is that networks tend to make their shows a little more episodic than the shows that come on cable. You know, they, they, they want to have everything be tied up in a neat bow at the end of the show. Whereas a show like Breaking Bad isn't, which I know Breaking Bad is not around anymore, but for an example, it's not. It's all one story, that, and you're just seeing bits and pieces of it. But, but the networks did have some good stuff. Uh, have you seen the new Supergirl series yet? I saw the first episode. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was okay. Yeah, they didn't really do anything. They didn't really do anything brand new that hasn't been done before. I kind of. I mean. Yeah, it, I liked it. it. it to me, it's. It feels a lot like 
um, Smallville, not just because, you know, they're related, literally. Right. But, um, you know, just kind of the, um, I know she's not a teenager, but the, the CW-ness of it, you know, the, the kind of, uh, angsty. Yeah. Here's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Um, one tree hill with superpowers, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> this, that's not, that's not my, I'm not interested in that. And it's, it's honestly, that's the reason, like, I didn't watch Charmed for a long time. Because people would find out how much I love Buffy and be surprised that I didn't watch Charmed. And I just, I, you know, I, I, apparently there's a successful ratio for me of um, sci-fi fantasy and, you know, moody close-ups. Yeah. And if there's too much of one, <laughs> I'm not that interested in the other. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of reminds and, me of, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, again, it's, I've only seen the first episode, and, you know, my standing rule is I'll give you three episodes. So, and it, it, you know, it was good enough for me to want to, to be intrigued enough to watch the other two. Um, well, they've only, they've only shown two episodes I just, I just, before. So. Yeah, I just I just I haven't I haven't watched the second episode yeah. yet, but um, I will get around to it. I can't say I'm excited about it, and I and I'm you know I know other people who who love it, who you know think it's a, a great show, and you know I think it's an okay show. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a, a, a few years ago, there was a rumor that David E. Kelly that used to do, um, he, he was the creator behind uh, Ally McBeal and The Practice, Boston Legal, those shows. Yeah. Right. He was supposed to be creating a version of Wonder Woman that was going to be coming to CBS, I think. And it was going to be, the way they were describing it was Ally McBeal with superpowers. You know, it was going to be this this young girl that had this this job during the day, and then you know she was also Wonder Woman. You know, it was, and that's kind of it. Kind of feels like that's what they did, which is it's it's interesting that they called it Ally McBeal with superpowers, and now Calista Flockhart is on this show. <laughs> you know? Right. But um, but then that Wonder Woman show they they filmed a pilot that never aired, and it never the show never happened. Um. Which I'm kind of wondering if some of those storylines are now getting circulated and turned into this, but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I well, we'll, we'll, just, I, I we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, Not enough data. Have you seen Limitless? No, you haven't. Okay, well, I mean, I'll just talk about it for a second since you haven't seen it. You've seen the movie. I saw the movie. I like the movie. Okay. So basically, this is this is not a reboot of the movie. This is like a sequel to the movie because Bradley Cooper actually has a cameo in the first episode where he's playing the same guy, but now that guy is a senator and he's running for president. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he should be president by now, right? Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not who the show is about. The show is about this new guy that gets the pill and, you know, opens up his his brain and he's able to remember everything that he's ever seen everything he's ever read and and it works for 12 hours and then after 12 hours he goes back to to normal but they but since it's television they want to make it episodic they've 
they've turned it into a cop show where he's kind of yeah, about to, he's, he's using his brain to solve crimes. Up yeah, there. he's a consultant with the FBI, and they basically want to lock him in a room and have him analyze stuff. But then he keeps sneaking out and taking part in the murder investigations and stuff. But um, so Bradley Cooper shows up in the first episode and tells him that he's found a way he's found a, a drug that he can take a shot every so often and it counteracts the bad the bad stuff that the pill does that they talked about in the movie because if you just keep taking the pill it eventually kills you you know so now right. he's got the shot that he can take that will keep that from happening it kind of makes him immune to it but the FBI doesn't know about the shot they just know that for some reason he's immune to this pill so they can give him this pill and um, and he can help them with all this stuff that they can't figure out on their own. So they end up kind of needing each other because he needs the FBI because they've got the pill and they need right. him because he's the only one that's immune to the, to the, the bad effects, you know? So, but that's, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. I, I, I watched the first uh, two episodes, I think, and I've, I've liked it so far, you know, I'll just see what happens to it. You know, there's another show that started, um, that's actually they've already they've already announced that they're going to cancel it. Minority Report. Did you see any of that? Um, nope. But I, I see that. You know, <laughs> I yeah, I told you I've, I, I, I I I wanted to I watched at least one episode of these, but mainly just because I wanted to talk about them here. But I, there's a lot of stuff that I never got around to to, to watching because there's just so much so much out there. Well, you know, Minority Report, um, like the pretty lady at the end of the bar, she knew it was going to break your heart. <laughs> like, because it was, oh, what was it, last year, it was um, Almost Human. Like, every year of Fox. Yeah, yeah, I was going to mention you know, that. Does, they, they do this thing where they take what seems like a good idea, and they spend a buttload of money on it, and it's a sci-fi show. And they, you know, it doesn't get the ratings that they want, and they cancel it. So, I, and I could see from the commercial that that was going to happen. <laughs> the commercial looked too good. Yeah, the, the commercial looked too slick. There were too many special effects. I watched, uh, um, I've only watched one episode of it, and but I like that episode. And again, they're doing the same thing. They're turning into a cop show, you know, which, I mean, the movie was a, pretty much a cop show, but... Right in the in the show, one of the precogs, you know they've they've been they've gone off into hiding or something. It's like twenty thirty years later, and um, one of them comes back, and he wants to use his power to help people, and right. he ends up teaming up with this detective. But he he doesn't get everything when when he sees the future. He doesn't get everything. His his twin brother is the one that sees that sees all the names. All he sees is what's going to happen, you know. So he can see that stuff, mm-hmm. stuff's going to happen. He just doesn't know who it's going to happen to, <laughs> you know. So and it's a, it's an interesting concept. Uh, I don't. I'm not surprised that it that it didn't last because I, I saw and you you posted about about it on uh, Facebook earlier. Fox is bad about canceling stuff. Yeah. You know, they did it to. Um. I mean, it happened to Firefly, and it happened to Sliders, 
And I think the one you said was Briscoe County. Why is it actually? Well, it, it got moved. Uh, it got moved to the Sci-Fi Channel. You know. Yeah, I mean, but Sliders lasted. Sliders lasted a, a you know at least I'll say two or three seasons I think before, um, you know I kind of moved around like that. Yeah. But no, I, I mean like one season or less. Yeah, that, this is this is like a, a wall of fame. Yeah. One season or less. <laughs> Shows canceled way too soon. So there, there's a, I mean, there's a few more. I won't go into all of these because um, there's just so much. But Blind Spot was a, is a good one. Have you seen that? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up Blind Spot. I've seen, uh, I saw the first two episodes, two and a half. Yeah. Actually, I'm halfway through the, the third episode, and I, you know, basically, um, you know, I like the. I like the premise. Um, for those who don't know, um, basically this um, woman shows up in the middle of, I think, Times Square, covered naked um, in a duffel bag. Yeah. Not an auspicious start. Um, <laughs> but she's covered in she's covered in tattoos, and um, turns out like all these tattoos are um, related somehow to inside information about um, nefarious goings-on or impending plots or clues to some uh, larger um, mystery. Um, Oh, and this woman is... um, She has no knowledge of who she is or how she got there, but apparently is, like, special forces trained by the way she speaks but Yeah. so, so basically, if you like the blacklist, you will like the show. That's, I mean, they, they this this show is kind of tailor made because it's, it's a lot of it's kind of the same um, vibe. Yeah, <clears throat> me, same vibe. Um, so yeah, I, I I like the blacklist, and thus far, I like the show. Yeah, and uh, the, the 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 they just call the woman Jane Doe on the show because they don't know who she really is, but. She's played by Jamie Alexander, and most people that listen to this show are, will recognize her because she played Sif in both of the Thor films, and she was on a couple episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as that same character. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of tie-in to uh, some other stuff. And I've ne- you know what? I've never seen... I think I saw the first episode of The Blacklist, and I never... It's one of those shows that kind of fell off my radar before I got into it. Well, you know, it was, it was another one of those shows that, um, I wanted to see, but because I couldn't see the whole season on, um, on Hulu, you know, I I probably jumped in like eight episodes in and, you know, you don't want to jump in there. So season one is now on Netflix. And I think season two maybe as well. I think I love James Spader. Yeah. That's, Every, everything that James Spader is in, you know, he just chews up the scenery. He's 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 yeah. he's a really good creepy it, guy. It, <laughs> you know? Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Charming creepy. Have you seen? I guess. Well, I mean, there's there's several more, but have you seen? Have you seen the Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I like it. I like it too, but. 
I've just got a bad feeling about it. I don't think it's going to last. And the reason I say that, yeah, the reason I say that is because it's obviously created for people like us that watched the Muppet Show when we were kids. It's not made for children because there's some mild language, there's some innuendos, and they, and they, there's been a couple episodes where they go to a bar and they're drinking, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, I think what's going to happen is kids are not going to be interested in it because it's just day to day. They're in an office, you know, working, you know, it's that kind of humor and adults are going to watch it because they used to watch them up and show when they were kids, but they're not going to stay interested in it. And they're going to end up stopping watching it. And I think it's going to end up, I'd be surprised if it has a season two myself, but I'm, I am hopeful. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm all about the Muppets. Um, and I actually never really watched The Office. I watched the British version, sort of, kind of. Not I never really yeah. watched the it's American not, one. It's not the same um, thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, even the, the ones, the American, I saw one or two. Yeah. And I thought they were funny. You know, they were, they were okay. Um, but I'm, I am sure that they are hoping that, you know, like you said, the people our age who like The Office and Parks and Rec and The Muppets, are, you know, that's, that's, I'm sure, their target demographic. And maybe their, um, you know, teenage kids. Yeah, and I was surprised. I was surprised <laughs> yeah, that they I even made it. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know that it's going to make it, but I, um, I think that it can. I think they are... They're going to have to do a little more variety in terms of what the plots are. Yeah. Quote unquote plots. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they can't, they can't all be, you know, Piggy Wilds out, Piggy has a feud, you know, <laughs> Piggy loses her temper. Cause you've got all of the Muppets, like they're all there. Yeah. Like, you know, and I get that she's the star of the fictional show that the show is about, but you know, Piggy was never the star of the Muppets. Yeah. And she shouldn't be. You know, the Muppets work because it's this, it's this bizarre broth of lunacy and personality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I, I didn't I'm know hoping, if it, I'm hoping that they do that more. I didn't know if this was supposed to be a continuation of the Muppet show because I was like, well, why is Kermit not hosting the show? He hosted the Muppet show. You know, I got really nerdy. I was telling my wife about it, and she was just looking at me with this blank stare. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, why is Kermit not starring on the show? Skeeter's supposed to be the one doing the show running. Why? Why is Kermit the showrunner?" <laughs> She's like, "Are you seriously well, analyzing the Muppets?" <laughs> I I feel like the way they've kind of um, interpreted them, I, I feel like that's actually how it probably would be. Like. She is the biggest personality. Yeah. There. She is the biggest, you know, the most boisterous personality. So yeah. She and she would be the one who would fight the hardest to host the show. And Kermit would be the producer because yeah, he host he hosted, but it's not because he loved hosting. Yeah. You know, he spent more time behind the scenes making sure that everything, you know, that all the acts were ready and everything got done on time and you know, 
which is basically what he does as the producer of the show. Yeah. Um, and the band is still the band, and Ozzy still tells the jokes. I, I think, yeah, and I, I like that they took the crazy gonzo stunts away and they put them in oh, the writer's yeah. room. And they're not singing all the time <laughs> either, you know. I, I always got bored when they started singing when I was a kid. But yeah, I was surprised that they even did the show because... I thought those two Muppet movies that they made were pretty successful. So I was like, well, why are they, why are they taking them off for the movies and making a TV show out of them now? You know, but I don't know. Disney. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that they were not going to do movies. Cause that's the thing with Muppets. You know, they didn't, they, they can't actually be in two places at once. Yeah. So they might still, um, you know, Piggy A might be on set. <laughs> and Piggy B might be on another set. Um, I, I liked just as an aside, I thought the first movie, the first, you know, new movie with uh, Jason Steele was fantastic. I loved it. I love it still. Um, I haven't seen Muppet the second Most one. Wanted. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Not so much. Yeah. Too much. I did like the first one. My, ki- my kids. I my voice and do a squeaky not so much, but my <laughs> voice is too gone to do that. So just imagine that, that I did the high pitched enough. <laughs> I watched the first one. My kids weren't into it, but uh, I I haven't seen the second one. But um, all right, well, um, I want to get into our um, assignments before. I know you've got a sore throat. I don't want to make you talk too much longer. But real quick, it's, I, it doesn't, doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, I wanted no. to real quick. I have a list of. Um, the shows that are not going to start until January. So we'll probably talk about them later, but you're going to have Jessica Jones on Netflix. You're going to have yep. a superstore is going to be a, a sitcom coming on NBC. Um, Looking glass was originally called the Frankenstein code and they've already changed the title of it for some reason, but it's going to be about a cop that gets killed and they bring him back to life. Then you got Lucifer, which is obviously about the devil. Yep. Um, Uncle Buck, they're bringing that back. And then you got the, uh, uh, rush hour. They're making a new version of that as a, as a cop show. Legends of tomorrow. Uh, the X files, of course, criminal minds beyond borders with Gary Sinise. And Gary Sinise is kind of turning into the, uh, spinoff King because he did, he did CSI New York and then that got canceled. Now he's doing a version of criminal minds. All right. Shades of Blue with Jennifer Lopez, Emerald City, which has um, it's gonna be like a new version of The Wizard of Oz or something like a dark version, hmm. and then Sh- hey. uh, Shadow Hunters. Shadow Hunters is gonna be the TV version of that. Uh, you remember that film, uh, City of City of Bones, the Mortal Instruments that came out a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're doing it. They're changing it. They're going to reboot it as a TV show and it's going to be called Shadow Hunters. So that might be interesting to to see. And then we had a bunch of stuff that got canceled. The player has already been canceled. Yeah. Blood and Oil. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I a couple of guys at work were talking about it and I had it on my DVR, but now that it's being canceled, I don't know that I'm going to I don't know that I'm going <laughs> to even invest myself in it. Um Right. And then, uh, of course, Mythbusters is going off the air, but I think they chose. Oh, to. I didn't know that. Yeah, they. I mean, I think it's their choice. They've been on for like fifty years, so 
yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's a good show. I'm, it's, it's, it's slowly started to decline. They're starting to even, they're even starting to go back and do stuff that they've already done, you know, and try and get a different result right. out of it and stuff. I guess they're running out of ideas, but Blood and Oil and Married all got canceled. The Whispers got canceled. Um, Chasing Life. Did you ever see that show? That's another one of those no. ABC family shows. It was about a girl that, found that she had leukemia but it was it's one of those uh, abc family shows so it had all this all this mystery and stuff going on around her about her her dead father and stuff like that it was a pretty decent show me and my wife watched it but it's uh it's canceled america's next top model has finally got canceled <laughs> and beauty and the beast and extant those both got canceled as well so so um well Go ahead. Before we um, yeah, go ahead. Before we um, before we move on, let me. Uh, you mentioned Jessica Jones. Um, Heroes are born. We didn't really talk about. Did you watch it? I did watch it. it. I did watch it. I kind of skipped over it on my list, but yeah, I watched the first <laughs> three episodes, I think. And I don't know if it's going to be a continuous series or if they're just doing this mini series and they're going to stop. I don't. I like. I the, think it's probably. Go ahead. I'm. Go ahead. No, no I, was gonna, I was gonna. I think it's probably gonna be the one of those. You know, we'll do um, a mini series and see how it does. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I saw the first. Um, I think the same. I saw the first three episodes, maybe four, and it's so far it's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm probably four episodes behind at this point. Um, but I, up to this point, what I have seen has been okay. Um, you know, it could it could easily go off the rails as so many seasons of Heroes has done. Yeah. Um but you know, I'm I didn't stop watching because I thought it was bad. I just um you know, I just missed a week and hadn't gotten back to it for a couple of weeks. Um and once upon a time, I am a, I am a fan of the show. Um, I I I loved it when it started, um, and they they had some seasons better than others. Um, they they've been kind of up and down, and and there were some times where I kind of just stuck with it just because um, because it wasn't bad enough for me to quit, but it wasn't really good enough to make me stay. But um, the last couple of seasons, um, the last season was surprisingly good um, because I didn't, I wasn't expecting much uh, with who the villains were, and this season has been has been very good. I've seen some of it. I saw the first, maybe half of the first season, but it came on at a bad time for me, and. Um, I had it on my DVR, but I, it sat there for so long without me watching it that I finally just deleted it and gave up. <laughs> but you know, what I saw, what I saw of it was was pretty decent. I liked it. Yeah, that's another. That, that's another. Um, it's on Netflix, and um, they they they're another one of those shows who do like the um, uh, like twelve episodes or whatever. Like they do the half seasons, and they'll they'll take a break. Yeah, like Walking Dead. Yeah. So that, that's another one that, um, like, they, they'll put that half season on Netflix. So um, 
if you're got a week and a half to kill and you want to just catch up. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's the main thing with all these uh, network shows when you want to catch up on them because there's there's like 25 episodes in a season. So if you're three episodes behind, right. you've got to watch 75 episodes to catch up on. But and yeah. a lot of these cable shows are only like 10 episodes a season or something. But the thing and, with um, the thing with heroes is that uh, the the writer strike killed it back in the day. You know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they had that writer strike, and it made them end the season before they actually wanted to. Then Tim Kring, um, the guy that created the show, he left, so he didn't get the end the show that he wanted to. So I think that's kind of what this miniseries is: is him kind of bringing it back so he can give it the ending that he wanted to give it in the first place. You know, which they may do the ending and then go on and do some other stuff with it, but you know. If anything needed to be revisited, it would have to be Heroes to to at least get a little more closure than what we got. Yeah, I felt like it, it kind of, you know, there was such a sharp decline from season to season to season. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was just painful toward the end. I, I know a friend of mine described it as like an abusive relationship. It's like, you want to leave. <laughs> But you love what used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you need closure to move on, but. Yeah. I'm interested to the see if they show. bring back uh, more of the more of the characters from the original show. And I know the girl that played uh, Claire is doing another show, and some of the other right. characters are doing some other stuff. So I don't know if they're going to get them all back or not. I'm sure that they've everything that they're showing now has already been filmed. They're not going to, I don't think they're still filming. So I don't know. I haven't read to see if any of them actually came back or not. I know a couple of them did. The guy, right. the guy that played hero, I think he, uh, he came back and, uh, and of course the guy, yeah, the I, guy that played Noah Bennett, he's like the main character of the show. Yeah. I haven't seen all of the episodes, but I know, yeah, Noah Bennett's, he's in the first one. He's, he's, um, you know, like some of the main storyline follows him. Right. I, um, I know Hero comes back, and I think he's, he is actually back at this point, uh, even though, again, I haven't seen them. And uh, Parkman, Matt Parkman, the, the telepath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, oh, the, the Haitians, Renee, was in the first episode. Yeah. Um, briefly. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only other show uh, that I've seen a preview for or a commercial for that I'm really looking forward to is um, Into the Badlands. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that uh, last week. Yeah, so basically it's like, I don't know, kind of this samurai um, tale but it takes place like in the future in America. Yeah. There are no guns in the future somehow. So, um, you know, it's just, it's basically just like crouching tiger meets Mad Max. <laughs> okay. So just, that's kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah. Which is a kind of awesome if that is in fact what it is. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm very hopeful about that. So my, all they need now is a halfway decent plot. If the plot is okay, and I think it's, you know, you know, we're saying, like, I kind of trust Walking Dead. 
Um, at this point, I kind of trust the AMC. Yeah. You know, because they, and I think it's based on a comic, um, but just because of, I, I think it is, and I'm not sure that it is, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of trust their eye for picking out good original creative uh, TV shows. Yeah, they're doing a um, they're doing a version of Preacher too. It's it's supposed to be coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. In January, or February too. And I saw the trailer for that. And I think Preacher. I I read the comic a few times years and years ago, but I think it had some supernatural elements that I didn't really see in the trailer. So I don't know if they're trying to make more of a real world version of it or something. But um, I've heard a lot of people really excited about it coming out. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see if it's any good. But. You mentioned Lucifer. Yeah. Um, normally, that wouldn't be my thing. Um, but it's based on the Lucifer from um, Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Oh, okay. Uh, which is you know one of my favorite graphic novels ever. And basically... You know, he, he was a Lucifer. He was the angel. He fell down. You know, he uh, he revolted. He runs hell, and he in one of the episodes of the Sandman, he basically just quits. <laughs> he gives the Sandman um, the keys to hell. And he's like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Lock up when you're done. <laughs> yeah. And I think this story, I think this series takes place um after that and it's like he's he's like lives in LA. <laughs> right, yeah. And he's like he's he's kinda like trying to not be good, but he uses his powers to like punish bad guys or something like that. Yeah. 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 And if it's you know, I'm I'm huge Neil Gaiman fan. Uh, one of my favorite writers, he, he does, he, you know, he's written a few, uh, Dr. Who episodes, some of my favorites. Um, so if it holds, if, if they, if they carry his same kind of, um, voice into that show, you know, kind of macabre, yet humor, um, I, I will, I will check it out. Like Constantine was a show that kills. Although he did show up an arrow. So. Yeah, I heard that he was going to, but I, I, I don't. I, I said it before. I don't watch Arrow. I'm not because I don't want to, but just because I. It's one of those shows that I didn't watch it when it started, so I haven't caught up on it yet. But yeah, I heard that he was going to be on there, and I, and he may come back, yeah. and come back again, which is odd because I know he's a DC character, and it's the same guy that played on the show, but the show was on NBC. And Arrow was on CW, so it's kind of weird for him to cross right. the networks like that. But kind of cool at the it same was, time. So. It was surprising. It was pleasantly surprising. Um, because I, I, I feel, and I think a lot of fans feel like, I mean, like, we get it, we understand the business aspects of it, the logistics of it, but, you know, the Marvel Universe, the DC Universe, should be almost like that kind of trademark should kind of supersede the property rights. That's why why people are annoyed that you, you know, you can't say mutant in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, because the X-Men. You know, like there's been eight different Spider-Men and none of them have met, you know, Wolverine. Like, Like, 
again, I get it, but Constantine appearing on Arrow, even though I didn't really like the Constantine show, because again, it's, it was more gory than I like. Yeah. And while I like Arrow and watch Arrow, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like a super fan of the character before I, before I started watching the show. Right. Just the fact that um, the DC universe trumped, trumped like being on separate channels made my heart smile. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want that to be like the standard. I know it won't be. Yeah. But every now and then when it happens, it's great. And that probably wouldn't have happened if the show hadn't been canceled, you know? Yeah. Well, sure. let's, uh, let's move over and do our assignments. Um, you wanted me to watch, uh, attack the block. And I did. Um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you assigned me this movie because I've actually wanted to watch it for a long time. It's, it's, it's one of those that I've heard about, never really got around to it, but it's a, just to give it a quick rundown. It's a British sci-fi comedy about an alien invasion that basically only affects one of the rougher parts of, of London. I'm, I think it's in London. I guess it's, I'm assuming it's London. It's a uh, Guy Fawkes day, which is November the 5th and an alien crash lands and uh, a bunch of, a bunch of thugs find it and kill it. And unknowingly there are more and much bigger aliens following the scent of the dead one. And they end up having to defend their block. So I liked it. Uh, I'm a fan of a lot of British comedies and TV, uh, not just comedies, but a lot of British television and, and films because the, the, they they make a comedy that's funny, but they don't slack off when it comes to the horror parts. You know, the funny the funny parts are funny, and the scary parts are scary. You know, you're laughing one minute, and then the next minute, somebody's getting their head torn off. You know, uh, right. that's why I'm a I'm a big Doctor Who fan because they're not that a lot of people are getting their heads torn off on Doctor Who, but they're they're like that with the you know they they make the scary part scary and the funny parts funny. You know. Um, yeah. The aliens look really creepy too. They they um they were black and they didn't reflect any light and their teeth were green and glowed in the dark. Wasn't something that I wouldn't want to run into on a on a dark night. But <laughs> but um so the movie was written by Joe Cornish and I know him because I'm a big fan of the um Edgar Wright Blood and Ice Cream trilogy is what they call it. And it's basically, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and, um, the new one, The, the World's End. I don't know if you've seen those. They've got, right. they've got, uh, yeah. Nick Frost and, uh, what's his name? That's from Star Trek? His name, I'm blanking on his name right now, but, um, yeah, but they're but they're in the, and Cornish also wrote Ant Man and I think the reason that he wrote Ant Man was because Edgar Wright was originally supposed to direct it, but he uh, he wanted to do something different than what Marvel wanted. So that Simon Pegg, yeah, Simon Pegg. There you go. Right. And uh, but yeah, I like the I like the film. Um, okay, my um, my report will be brief. Because I failed my homework assignment. I just, <laughs> for the first it. time, um, I, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. So, um, I will, I will, uh, I will gladly double up 
So for the next time, uh, our next show, I will, um, um, we can even lead with it if you want, but I, I, I promise I will watch. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I have a different assignment for you and I'll go ahead and just cancel it. I, I, I asked John to watch, uh, Bronson and, um, at the time that I assigned it, I wanted to try something different and assign him something that I hadn't seen yet. So, uh, I went ahead and watched it. I'd heard a lot of things about it a few years ago and, uh, I, when I saw that it was on Netflix, I thought it would be a good opportunity. It's got Tom Hardy in it. And I told you last episode that it was about a serial killer, but that's not right. He's not, he, he doesn't kill anybody. It's a, it's based on a true, on a real guy. I don't know how true the story is in the film, but it's based on a real guy named Mike Peterson. And he's, uh, he's known as England's most violent prisoner. And. He calls himself Charles Bronson. That's supposed to be his fighting name, his like his boxing name or whatever. Okay, so overall, mm-hmm. overall, I didn't like the movie. That's why I'm going to go ahead and cancel it. I'm not going to make you watch it. And it's not that it's not that it, it's not that it was a bad movie. It wasn't a bad movie. It's just that it's just about this guy that's really violent, gets into a lot of fights, takes people. He goes to jail because he stole some money when he was like in his twenties. But he ends up being so violent in jail that he keeps getting his sentence extended and keeps getting put into uh, isolation that he he's still in jail now. He's been in jail for like 35 years and he spent 30 of them in uh, in isolation. But the thing is about the film that they they never tell you why he's like that. <laughs> you know, they never tell you if he suffered some kind of trauma when he was a kid that made him so violent. They just. Basically, hey, there's this guy, here's this guy, and he's violent, you know, and they keep cutting to, you're kind of seeing in his own mind, he's kind of, you're seeing the film from his perspective, so you keep seeing in his mind, and in his mind, he's famous, and he's on a stage, and he's got his face all made up like a, like an old uh, vaudeville kind of performer, and, and, and he's telling jokes to the audience and stuff. Tom Hardy did a great job. Tom Hardy always does a great job, you know, but overall, I just think that it was a little too, we're just focusing on this guy because he's violent and we're not going to tell you why. It's just, so I'm just going to cancel that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to assign you something different and it is on Netflix and it's actually not a film. It's a, it's a TV show from, um, from the UK. I think it's on the BBC, but I'm not sure. It's an anthology series called uh, Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. And there's two seasons on Netflix, and each season only has like three episodes. So you can probably just watch the first season, and then we'll talk about it. And uh, because I think you, the first the, the first uh, episode is really good, kind of weird. But I think you have to see at least two or three episodes to really understand what the series is trying to trying to tell you. So, um, right. so I'll let you, uh, I'll let you watch that. It's called Black Mirror. It is on Netflix and they only made two seasons. I think Netflix is going to make a third season sometime next year. So what do you have for me? Um, I'm trying to decide between two actually. Um, let's go with, um, frequencies. Um, I know there's another film called Frequency, I think, with um, 
uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, that's yeah. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. Frequencies is also on Netflix. Um, and yeah, I'm not even going to say about. Okay. Um, but um, <laughs> it, the, the, there aren't any really, at least to me. Um, I, I mean, maybe they're big actors somewhere else. There weren't any recognizable names in it uh, for me. Um, and I guess I'll, I will say a little bit, like, you'll know it's the right show, or the right movie. Um, it starts off um, almost like in this little boarding school, and, you know, weird stuff happens, but it's only weird for us as the audience. It's not weird for anybody else in the show because they live in this world and it's normal for them. So that'll, that'll, be your, um, that'll be your compass to make sure you're watching the right movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, I think we've covered uh, everything. Well, just about everything. There was, <laughs> there was a couple more shows. I mean, we could we could go on all night talking about some of these new shows that have come out, and uh, we might talk about some more of them another night. But um, that you want to do? You, <laughs> I'll give you a minute. You want to give us a TV haiku before we go out? I'll give you. I'll go ahead. And, <laughs> I'll go ahead and do the closeout, right. and I'll let you do it uh, when I finish. But uh, so that's uh, that's it for this episode of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Um, guys, our show is available on iTunes, and if you could go there and click on the on the five stars and leave us a little comment, it would help a lot towards getting the show more visible. We're also available on our website at CosmicPotato.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can email us any comments that you have regarding what we've talked about here tonight. Give us any suggestions about what you want to hear us talk about in the future. My email address is Sean Ray, that's S-H-A-W-N-W-R-A-Y at CosmicPotato.com. John's email address is John Irons, of course, J-O-H-N-I-R-O-N-S at CosmicPotato.com. You got a haiku for me? I can't make the last line work. I'm going to do it on the fly. <laughs> okay. Um, if heroes can move between universes, why are networks so tough? <laughs> I said, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, it works. <laughs> Alright, so we'll wrap this one up and we'll get started. I'm putting another one together for you guys. Until then, take care of yourselves and we'll see you in the future. Uh